0: Talking sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now, 264-1700. Big sports on 1700 KBGG.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back in. It's our second hour on a lovely day in the capital city. Jimmy B and TC. You can always get on the program, 264-1700. Or you can just hang out and listen to us. Which is
2: always a good thing. You think so? huh? Probably.
1: Eh, yeah. well, maybe not. Uh,
2: Some days are better yeah, than you others. You got
1: that right. Especially when Zubin Mahente from ESPN. Well, that's a good thing. Is going to join us, and he does so right now on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. <laughs> Zubin, good afternoon, pal. You need a higher bar. If this is a good segment. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. We well, you know, we are limboing lower. That's what we're doing on our show. Um, Understandable. Yes. Hey, listen. Um, is ESPN and rightfully so puffing their chest out a little bit after the O.J. Simpson documentary that won an Oscar last night?
3: You know, it's interesting you say that. I actually am not a big movie fan. Obviously, I've heard about all the controversy, but I'm not a a big movie fan. And last night, I was actually just at my computer working. And I guess right after uh, the award uh, had been given, I'd actually had a chance to interview the director. As you know, ESPN made a really big deal with it because they're really proud of it and how much effort it was right. put into it. Um, it was really something that was a passion project for a lot of people at ESPN. And it's just obviously, if you're old enough, and you know, we have a lot of younger people at ESPN, especially a lot of our entry-level employees. We call them production assistants. You know, They were basically maybe born yeah. in 95, yeah. 94, so they don't really have any sort of grip on what it meant. But I'm old enough, Jim, you're old enough, Trent, you're old enough. Everybody remembers what that you know, story was like in America with race and class and sex and power and greed and money, all that sort of stuff that came together 20-plus years later. I mean, Cato Callen's right off the tip of your tongue. You know, everybody and anybody in that case, the Goldmans, Christopher Darden, Marsha Clark, you haven't heard from these people in over 20 years, but because they were such an indelible part of people's you know, minds back then, and it, it, you know, it stopped the country. There's this famous video of, People stopping in Times Square, just stopping everything they were doing. I mean, I don't know what today in our society, with everything we've got, with technology and attention spans and everybody's interest everywhere else. I don't know what could possibly happen today uh, from a you know a trial standpoint or something like that, a case standpoint that would make America stop. And it's just one of those things. Unless you're old enough, it's really just hard to really explain to somebody. What it was like because we have so many younger people, and we talk about it. Right. But right after it was handed down, right after the award was handed down, John Skipper, who's the president of ESPN, actually sent out an email, like a Sunday night email. And I've gotten emails from him before. He usually sends stuff to the staff at all times when he's talking about year-end stuff and accomplishments and this and that. And it, it just popped into you know everybody's inbox at like Sunday night at like a random time. And the entire note was just basically about how. Um, proud the company was of that. You know, I think there's a lot of criticism of ESPN that goes on, and rightfully so. And I mean, I understand everybody's got an opinion on everything, but I think for the people that watch that, you know, it's 2017 or 2016 at the time, it's very difficult to sit there and watch something that's that many parts, especially with the way mm-hmm. uh, that we work today. Obviously, you can watch it on demand. It mitigates it a little bit, and that makes it a little easier to watch. But I think I haven't really heard anybody say And I know there's, like I said, people criticize the company all the time. I haven't heard anybody say that they don't really like that or they don't think the 30 for 30 project is one of the best things that ESPN has going. I think that's really one of the things, or even some of the detractors have to admit, is probably one of the best things that we do at ESPN. And it was huge. I mean, you just don't think of us as a company that could win an Oscar, but it was just one of those right place, right time situations. Topic was there. Director was there. Infrastructure money and resources went into it. I and mean, you guys know 2017 and your listeners know any business out there. You're always trying to do more with less, but they gave this everything that they needed to make it work. And I think a lot of people were really just happy with their efforts last night. A lot of times you just don't feel like the, the benefit is there. You just kind of feel like, I hope somebody saw this and liked it. Mm-hmm. And the ratings prove that, but I think this is sort of like ultimate validation for the people They just basically spent their life for a certain amount of time doing
1: it. Zubin, you you mentioned about that demographic that might have been three or four years old. Zubin, what held the country spellbound was the white Bronco chase, and it was taking place during the NBA championship game, and they were playing in San Antonio, and they did split screen of OJ... And then the game in the other side of the screen, nothing like that has ever been done since.
3: Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think it might have been Houston, if I'm not oh, it mistaken. Was, sorry,
1: Houston, you're correct. It was Houston. Thank you.
3: It, yeah, no problem. It was incredible. Um, it's part of the reason some people will tell you there's an urban legend that there's, that's the reason you can't buy a Ford Bronco anymore. Ford does not make the vehicle anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because it's been tied so much to that particular incident but the other thing, if you YouTube it, and for some of your younger listeners, and Trent, I'm sure you remember it too, mm-hmm. you know, people getting out of their cars, standing on the medians of the highway yes. with, Al, with Al Cowling's driving, OJ in the back seat. Uh, one of our 30 for 30s, uh, I think it may have even been in the actual special, where uh, OJ calls Bob Costas while he was in the back of the car. Yes. I and mean, there was just so many things happening. The one thing I try to explain to our younger people and again, it's just, one of, it's just an age thing. I just, you know, I can only understand Namath from people that told him about me. You know, I'm too young for Namath. But in this particular case, I can give you something on OJ. And the reason I picked Namath is because I wanted to kind of emphasize to some of our younger people, at least from what I could gather as a 38-year-old person, that it's hard to believe today what a larger-than-life figure OJ Simpson was back then. I don't know what his Q rating would be. That's kind of our industry term for likability and recognizability. But I bet you in 1993, 1994, prior to this incident happening, um, it was off the chart. You know, cable TV was still fledgling. There really was no internet. There was no streaming right. service. Yep, that's right. There was three channels, a handful of channels. He was a network broadcast analyst on football. He was an actor. He had been in a variety of roles, the Hertz commercials. So I always try to tell younger people, like, just think think of the biggest sports star you know you can imagine today that had transcended over into Hollywood. Just try to think of that person. Like, who is the biggest person you know right now in a mix of sports and pop culture? And imagine that person was accused of doing what he was. Because I think what's been lost in this oftentimes is OJ is obviously now known as being notorious. But what I think has been lost is just how well-known and regarded, yes. not just known, but how well-known and regarded he was prior to this.
2: Talking with Zubin Mahente, ESPN, you see him on SportsCenter. Zubin, over the weekend, a, a question popped into my head. As I was watching highlights and I wasn't doing it watching SportsCenter, I was just doing it. On my phone. How dare you? I know. How dare you? But, Zubin, you know very well that is the way that the uh, consumption of sports has changed so much. You know, as you've been at ESPN now for a number of years, how much has your job, just as an anchor of SportsCenter and the different entities there, how much has your job on a day-to-day basis changed?
3: Well, I think there's two things to your point. Number one, ESPN totally embraced what they're talking about. Highlights on the phone. Um, in the sense that one of our biggest pushes over the last several years has been our um, ESPN app. Basically, being able to watch ESPN anywhere you go. And we have noted that the app has exploded in terms of popularity. I'll give you one example, which I think is a really good one, to just show that you really just have to evolve or else. This is a little bit old, but it's actually a really good number. And two events for ESPN just did outrageous numbers on the ESPN app, which is easy to download, and if you have a cable subscription, it's very, very easy to get for any of your listeners out there that want to watch things while on the go or whatever the case is. And that was the World Cup in 2014, and believe it or not, an event that got right with it, neck and neck, in terms of our viewership of the World Cup online, not know, online and on the phone, was the Cricket World Cup. And what, what basically that just goes to show is people will find things where they need it. Because remember, with the last World Cup, many of the games were played during the day. Yep. Obviously, there's a time difference. So generally speaking, when teams are playing, people are at work. I mean, we take it for granted. We're in the business, so we wake up lucky every day and be able to go to watch the games, report on them, and talk about them, Like, you and I, the majority of people are at work. But at work, everybody has a cell phone these days. Everybody seemingly needs one to survive. And the numbers for the Watch ESPN app for the World Cup were astounding and the cricket is obviously something that's just not going to be on television there just isn't enough of the demand in this country for it but you know india where my parents are from has a population of one billion the second most populous country on earth and it's the number one sport there so i think we've definitely learned to adjust to the phone because it's one of those things where people just aren't sedentary very much anymore i mean just think about watching the oscars last night or whatever you did last night there's probably a pretty good chance that you were doing something while you were watching mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, Fifteen yeah. or twenty years ago, you sit there and you just watch with your family, you watch with your friends, you have a little Oscar party. Now it's like you're tweeting and you're wondering about this and how did they screw up the end? And everybody's doing five things at once. You're getting your kids ready for school tomorrow. You're checking about what happened with Kids dad, Did they really lose? I missed that on Saturday night. There's so many things happening. So I think that's key. But Trent, I would tell you from a sports center television perspective. The one thing the TV can give you, and this is the same thing for your show, the one thing the TV can give you that the phone can't is personality. Yeah, because so. most people don't want to watch four minutes of highlights on a phone. Like, so, for example, you could go to your phone right now and watch a movie on YouTube, but you really don't want to. You can watch it on your four-inch or five-inch screen, but you really don't want to. And I think for television, the one thing sports can give you, if you're going to watch a three-, four-minute highlight, you want some interaction. You want some humor. You want some stuff dashed in there. Uh, the phone is made mostly for convenience, quick, brevity. But I think from television perspective, if you want to sit down and chew into the postgame, what happened in the Iowa game, like with all the postgame shows, you guys have the call-in shows, all that sort of stuff, there's a real audience for that. But that has to have some personality. Because if I just want A, B, C, and D in 45 seconds, I can get it on my phone not on TV. But if you watch on TV, there has to be an added benefit. If I'm going to sit down, make a decision to spend 10 minutes listening to this segment or listening to one of our segments on SportsCenter, there has to be what I call a value add. You have to get up after those 10 minutes and say, that was actually worth it. Whereas if you watch a 35-second highlight on a phone and it was garbage, you can just say, oh, no big deal. It was just 35 seconds. It's no big deal. I'll just go to the next thing. If you sit down and commit yourself The standard has to be higher, and I think we understand that on television.
1: Zubin Mahete is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. That's why I've got a big flat screen, high definition TV, so that I can watch games and feel like I'm almost in the game, not watching it on my five-inch screen like a lot of people do. Uh, Zubin, my question now is basketball. The new poll is out gonzaga gets upset at home the number one team in the nation by byu and iowa state has moved into the top 25 again at number 24 let us recap quickly let's start first with the local teams iowa winning on the road at maryland and then iowa state winning again knocking off then number nine baylor
3: I think Iowa State's a way more intriguing story, in my opinion. So I'll start with that. Um, I thought that was a a brilliant performance. Brilliant performance, specifically for Burton. Um, I I think, uh, you know, I'll I'll tell you there's a writer named uh, Gary Parrish, who covers college basketball for CBS, and I was actually listening to their podcast last night as I was driving to eat dinner, and he recalled a story where, after the game, Gary texted Steve Prohm, and uh, he congratulated him, on the win, and uh, Steve texted him back, God is good, and so is Monte Morse. And I thought that was an interesting sort of way to put it. I think Monte is going to go down as one of the most, I actually actually pitched this as a story here at ESPN, because I know he's been in the news for the water crisis and all that over the years. I actually think he's going to go down as one of the most underappreciated players ever in the Big 12, especially when you look at his assist-to-turnover ratio. He's a quiet kid. Um, They don't have the flash and the dash that they maybe they had with Niang. They don't have the wattage. He's been overshadowed by George for many of the years that they had overlapped. But I tend to think at that position, how trustworthy he is. He's such an undervalued piece. I looked at Baylor's resume the other day. because It was a very interesting game. You know, I'll tell you what. I think Baylor's three best wins were against Oregon without Dylan Brooks. They beat Michigan State, and they beat Louisville. I know Michigan State's not a great win. But those three wins, Oregon, Michigan State, Louisville. Those are basically their three best wins. Guess what? I looked at this yesterday. This is crazy. They all came November 25th or before. Wow. Now, I know they played... Yes. Now, they played Kansas tough twice. Very tough. But they lost both games. Could have won the one in Wake I it was a five-point game in Lawrence. But they haven't really beaten anybody of substance. They may have beaten Kansas State when they were ranked 25th, but I think we know what Kansas State has turned into at this particular point. So I think that win was huge for Iowa State Because even though Baylor has slipped a little bit, they were still number one, if I'm not mistaken, when the committee did the bracket reveal, right? They were still the number one seed back then. So to me, that's a super impressive uh, win. Obviously, the game against Oklahoma State is going to be huge. Oklahoma State's on fire right now. They started 0-6 in the league. They've been great. They probably have the Big 12 coach of the year, although it's hard to not give it to self after winning the league yet again. But Underwood's been really good. Uh, And then we'll see what happens. I think for Iowa, I'm not willing to give – a ton of credit. It's a good win, but again, Maryland's the sort of team that I'm not sure who they've beaten all season long Too, They've had a couple of surprises here and there. I know Iowa's a very young team, particularly the starting lineup, but to me, the far more interesting story has been Iowa's
2: Cyclones on their way to their sixth consecutive NCAA tournament, something that's never been done here in men's basketball in the state of Iowa. Zubin, on a national scale, you mentioned it, Gonzaga goes down, and and for a lot of people, they're beating their head. See, I told you they weren't that good. They lose the game, everybody jumps on. This Gonzaga team, though, you look at them... are, is it still a team that's going to be much talked about now with the one loss, or do you think they kind of move down the pecking order when you look at college basketball and the national scale?
3: Here's the thing. I talked to Lenardi yesterday. We had Lenardi on SportsCenter yesterday in one. Linda and I were working. And it was so basically, we were like, what's the lead story going to be? We went to the Saturday night. I think it was 18 2 Gonzaga at, the, you know, at one point in that game. It's like, all right, we're going to need to come up with a good lead story. And then you wake up, you come in the next day, and you're like, oh, I think we have it here with Gonzaga losing. But to me, what it comes down to is I talked to Lenardi, and I said, you yeah, know, how does this loss affect Gonzaga? And he's like, listen, I still got him as a number one seed. But even with that loss? He goes, yeah. And I said, listen, what if they were to lose in the West Coast Conference tournament? In any scenario, whether they would have two losses. Let's just say they get to two losses. Will you then take them out of a number one seed, knowing that both losses, if the second one were to happen, would both come in the West Coast Conference. Obviously, BYU and whatever happened to the conference tournament. And I thought Joe would be like, well, yeah, it's, you know, it's tough to put a two-loss team from the West Coast Conference, especially if those losses are butted up against each other later in the season. And Joe said to me, he goes, tell me what the game is. Essentially, what he was saying is that if they were to lose a nail-biter to a really good team in the championship game or the semifinals, that would be different than getting stunned in their first game against a team they should win. So what I took away there was, even if... They were to lose somewhere in the West Coast Conference tournament, provided the loss was a quote-unquote good loss, if there's such a thing. And I think that's a very, very narrow definition for Gonzaga because there's not too many teams that should be losing to in that particular league. Lenardi would still consider putting them as a one team. They have a player of the year candidate, Williams Goss. They have a freshman All-American in Zach Collins. They've never actually gotten a freshman All-American to come there. Goss was an All-American when he was at Washington before transferring. so about true all american Collins is their first true McDonald's All-American. They don't play like their reputation belies them. I know everybody's talking about them getting to the Final Four. They've only been to the Elite Eight, I believe, just one time. But to me, the bottom line is this is a really good team. And if the West Coast, the West Coast hasn't been a champion in 20 years, I'm going to classify the West Coast here, Jim and Trent, as the Pac-12 in schools on the West Coast. I don't, or, or Arizona is not quote-unquote on the West Coast, but I consider it a Western school. Yes. They have not had a national champion in 20 years. Actually, that champion was Arizona with our Miles Simon and those guys. But this year they've got three Final Four contenders in the Pac-12 alone, along with UCLA and I think the Oregon Ducks. And they got to throw Gonzaga in there. For a, for a region of America, for a region of our nation, that has not won a title in 20 years, they have four really, really, really good teams that definitely probably feel they can win, all right. win it all.
1: Yes, okay, now that you reference that, the Arizona-UCLA game definitely lived up to the hype.
3: Both of them did, and I think that's the thing that sometimes gets lost. The first game was in Westwood. That was Trier's first game, right? and there was a lot of speculation on how much he would play. He looked great. Actually, UCLA didn't look great. What I was really impressed with um, on Saturday, and we were really hyping it up, college game day was there. I'll tell you a good story. Jay Will told me on Thursday morning, we were working together on SportsCenter Thursday morning, he's like, I'm a little afraid because I'm going <laughs> <I'm gonna pick, laughs> to pick UCLA. And Because he does a big, big reveal when he picks his winner and the crowd loves it. He once picked Arizona to go to the Final Four when they were in Tucson. But he's like, there's something about this UCLA team he was telling me. On Thursday morning, I said, really? I said, Arizona beat him the first time. He's like, there's something about this UCLA team. I said, hey, man, you watch college basketball, and you know the game better than almost anybody. So I kind of kept it tucked in the back of my mind. And when I was watching the game, I saw Lonzo's stat line. Mm -hmm. He took, guys, 10 shots. That's it. He took 10 shots, and he was all over the place. And, you know, he's had some bad moments. Like the first half against Oregon, he looked really, really bad. He looked great in the second half. But he's a freshman, and you have to come to accept that. Uh, People talked about the thing with his dad and LeVar and all this sort of stuff. To me, you know, he looks unrattled by the whole thing. I think his dad can make all the headlines he wants, but as long as it's not affecting Ball's play, which is obviously a tough thing to do you're just a kid, I don't think any of this stuff, all this stuff about Steph Curry and him playing for the Lakers and all this stuff, to me that seems the media is so much more wrapped up in it than Lonzo. He seems rather unaffected by it. He had a great game. The bottom line is, is their defense good enough to win the title? That'll be the big question with them. I say yes because their offense is so good that it could probably overcome a middle-of-the-road defense. All the metrics will tell you it's really, really hard to win the championship with a defense like UCLA. That's what all the numbers basically indicate. But I think we have not seen an offense like this in a really – really, really long time. So while their defense probably needs to get better and the computers don't like them very much, I don't think the computers can account for the electricity, the sizzle, the energy, the excitement, um, and the fact that I think these guys know, like, look, for most of them it's a one-shot deal. By this time next year they're all going to be in the NBA. So I think they can play a little loose because it's like, hey, let's just go out and do this, make it happen. And how about Steve Alford, your buddy Steve Alford, my guy Steve Alford. We all know Steve. I mean, 15 and 17 last year, yep. giving back his contract, and now he's got both of Ball's brothers who are both super talented in the pipeline. Southern California is theirs again. You think he misses an opportunity to tell people Russell Westbrook played at UCLA, <laughs> even if he played for Ben Howland? I mean, this is coming together for Steve so so well, and his kid is playing outstanding basketball,
1: too. He is. He is. And he's a much better player than people like to give him credit for, too.
3: He like his dad, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can
1: light it up. There's no question. Zubin, it's always fun having you on. Uh, you have a great week, pal. Take care, guys. Thank you. See Thanks. you, Zubin. Zubin Mahente, ESPN. Great stuff with him on the Draft House 50 hotline.
2: I always enjoy that conversation. It's always good.
1: He's always on fire. And I had to let him puff his chest out a little bit, too, on that OJ documentary uh, that won the Oscar last night because it was a sensational uh, piece of journalism. Uh, We'll take a quick break. Uh, Coming up, 140, Ian murphy Ames trip will join us. Uh, We'll do some uh, Iowa State conversation, also the high school basketball tournaments as well. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines
4: Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At dsmcredit.com. We have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit. With respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month, with zero down. Plus get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say so you missed a couple of payments no credit we call that just getting started bankruptcy so you took a chance at dsmcredit.com it's all about a positive perspective get a 2017 Stu hansen hyundai from just 119 a month with zero down go to dsmcredit.com or call 253-3000 Stu hansen hyundai and clive you need credit at dsmcredit.com
5: we positively hear
4: you 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit
6: Grammy-nominated Joe Bonamassa, hailed as one of the world's greatest guitar players.
2: Nothing running, nothing running.
6: Blues rock titan Joe Bonamassa, live in concert on Thursday, March 9th at the Des Moines Civic Center. Tickets on sale now at the venue box office and at Des MoinesPerformingArts.org. Joe Bonamassa, don't miss your chance to experience the guitar event of the
7: year. The people who design, engineer, and build Ford vehicles never rest, and neither do the specialists who service them. No one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them. After all, no one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service.
8: Now, get a $50 rebate by mail on any motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford Service credit card. Subject to credit approval, taxes extra, rebate by prepaid debit card, pads or shoes on most vehicles, one axle exclusions apply. See your participating Ford dealer for rebate details through three thirty one seventeen.
7: Tonight on NBC, The Voice is back. With Adam. I'm tired of your shenanigans. Alicia. Ay,
8: ay, ay. Getting real heated. Blake.
7: Hey, you like that? You like that right there? And the return of Gwen Stefani. I just did a country song with Blake Shelton. Quit dropping my name Whoa, I'm not going to help you. Sleeping on the couch tonight. (laughs) Feel the love on three-time Emmy winner The Voice, followed by the premiere of Take It. Tonight on NBC.
9: It's time to take a closer look at tile, specifically at the Home Depot's new wood-look porcelain tile, starting at just $199 a square foot. This textured tile comes in a range of classic wood colors, from creamy whites to cool grays, from maple to cherry to teak. And because it's porcelain, it's waterproof, so you can use it in the bathroom, kitchen, or any room of the house. Get the look of wood with the versatility of tile, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing.
2: With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Wolf Construction continues to show why they're the roofing leaders in Central Iowa. Winter is right around the corner. Get that leaky roof fixed or a complete overhaul of your roof with Wolf Construction in West Des Moines. Call BJ Bengard in the roofing division of Wolf Construction today at 515-225-8866. That's 515-225-8866. Or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net.
4: Call your
0: local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite
4: at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing, new approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates. apply and second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment non-return under and conditions supply. Call for details. Offerings 121-17.
0: Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports, 1700 KBGG.
2: All right, halfway through the Monday edition, Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talkers 1700. Jimmy B, mm-hmm. as you know, state basketball tournament happening for the girls' side this right. week. Mm-hmm. It'll be the boys next week coming I, up tonight. I have it right here in front oh, of me. Oh, look at Jimmy B with the bracket. Well, tonight I'll be uh, bringing you the Class 3A substate finals, Dallas Center Grimes against Boone. The Boone Torridors. How do you like that? Ah, for, the Torridors. I like that. You like that one? They're school colors. Mm-hmm. Green. What do you think goes with the green? Yellow? Nope. No John Deere colors. Green and red. Christmas colors. Really? You don't see that combination very often. I was often. going to say, yeah, yeah. You'll see the green and we yellow. We saw
1: that in an NFL game when Buffalo played right, the New right. York Jets,
2: <laughs> but it wasn't the same team. <laughs> you no, know, it wasn't the same team. It's green and red for green Boone. and red. Yeah, wow. that'll be uh, tonight from Johnston. I'll bring you the play-by-play okay. of that one. Then tomorrow night, making my way up to Ankeny Centennial High School. Busy boy for a sub state finals. Much money
1: now. You're you probably are going to just. Break the bank financially here doing all these
2: games, right? No. I'm, I, don't you make like a grand a game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> then uh, tomorrow night it'll be the 4A sub-state finals gotcha. across the state. Ankeny Centennial will be hosting. It'll be Valley, who won 4A last year yes. against Des Moines Hoover. Courtney Henderson, great defensively every year. Okay. Quentin Curry's back after tearing his ACL back this summer. That should be real good. But uh, Friday night... I called the Ankeny-Centennial Valley game. Yes, you
1: did. Turned and, into and a ball. And by the way, uh, you had to start late. Something. Yes. something Like their bus was in a, in an, not an accident, but was stuck in traffic or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, the bus was behind an accident. Yes, behind the accident. And yes. with all the bad see, weather I, on Friday see, night.
2: I see, what, I see what you're doing. Good work. Good work out of you. Yeah, their uh, bus got caught up, so we yeah. started that one about 20 minutes late. But it was a wild night on Friday night. First of all, you had Waukee. Ranked number two behind Iowa City West in the state, mm-hmm. Waukee gets upset by an Ankeny team that was ten and twelve. So Waukee is done; their season is over. A big upset there. Then Ames was hosting Johnston. Johnston uh, down by three points with like five seconds left. Right, inbound the ball. Ames tries to foul the kid that caught the inbound pass. Okay, put him on the line one and one. You know, go yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, you take your chances. You take your chances. Well. The kid reached but didn't foul. Three-pointer hits it with like 3.8 seconds left. So that's tied. Wow. Timeout. Ames sets up a final play with 3.8. They throw it to midcourt. Johnston steals it, fires it up, misses, but there's still time. The kid lays it in at the horn to win it. Wow. Johnston scores five points in the final four seconds of the game That's after being down by three that's to incredible. move on. In the so they final pulled, four seconds, they scored five points. Five points. So they pull the upset. They win at Ames. On the other side of the bracket, you have Dowling, Catholic, and Newton. Okay. Newton's got a good record, but yeah. they play a 3A schedule. They play in the Little Hawkeye Conference. They play, uh, I believe, the Pellis Schools, you know. So they're not used to playing a bunch of 4A schools like Mm -hmm. we've seen in the CIML. They go into Dowling and beat them Friday night. (laughs) So your sub-state final in that one will be Johnston after that crazy comeback against Newton to get to state. You have that and then the Valley-Hoover game. It's going to be a wild night. Ankeny then with their victory. They get Des Moines North who rolled in their their game. Ankeny had a nice win. I called their game last Monday Mm -hmm. as they beat Southeast Polk at home. Come back, upset Waukee. Now, Ankeny is one game away from being in state. If they do it, they'll get there at 12-12. and 12. Wow. It was a wild, wild night. Now, where are you again tonight? Tonight, it'll be Class 3A over at Johnson. It'll be Dallas Center Grimes okay. against Boone in that one. Then tomorrow night, Ankeny uh, Centennial High School. It'll be Valley against Hoover in that matchup. And then Friday, you're uh, on the road again. Then, no, Wednesday, Wednesday. will be the girls' state. With the five A gotcha. quarterfinal starting, we got uh, game one will be Indianola against Johnston. Okay, that starts at one thirty. Then at five o'clock, Valley Dowling. How about that for state? You're gonna be a busy boy. And then six forty five on the girls' side, it'll be Waukee and Iowa City West. So busy that's uh, coming up the next three days. You'll be heading out for I've a few got, days. I've got a I've got a tournament that I'll be doing on television, so I'm looking forward to that. You'll be doing that. Yep. We'll be doing these things here. It's a uh, going to be busy, yeah. but always it fun yeah. this time that's, of year. That's why we do what we do. And then next week is Boys State. We'll find out everything. Uh, Wednesday afternoon, they'll announce the pairings for that one. But Girls State going on right now, mm-hmm. down to the 1A level. Yeah, what do you got there? Game one, Springfield. Okay. It's always very good. The Orioles have had a very good program of girls basketball. They win it easily over Burlington Notre Dame. Final score, 56-16. What? How about this? 16 points is all they scored. Springville yes. led at the half 29 14. You're like, all right, we're down, but you're not out 14, of it. Yeah. Burlington of wait, Notre wait, Dame. Wait, wait, wait. What was that halftime score? 29 14. But in the second half, Burlington, Notre Dame goes 0 of 22 from the Whoa. floor. No. Their only points, two free throws. Oh, my God. They get outscored in the second half 27 to 2. Didn't score a bucket from the floor. In the entire second half. Didn't Not even a layup. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Springville uh, now one game away from the championship where they'll face uh, Kingsley Pearson and Marquette Catholic. Uh, That one was going down to the wire. We'll see if we can get an updated score on that one. It was late. It was tight. Don't want to give one away. It is a final, but I don't have it here in front of me. Okay. We'll get that to you a little bit later on. And uh, Coming up here in just a moment. It'll be Turkey Valley and Janesville, two northeast side. There schools. you go. I know those schools, Do well. you really? Yeah. What am I best Turkey Valley? Is that where the uh, everybody gets their turkeys from? Turkey Valley is one of the oddest places of all time. The place where the high school is in uh, Turkey Valley, it's in uh, Jackson Junction. There it is. Okay. It finally came to me, the name <laughs> of the town. <laughs> yeah. Jackson Junction, the town, has the high school uh-huh. and about four other houses. That's it. You slow down to, like, 45 miles an hour is all on the highway going through it. Four houses in a high school. That is Jackson Junction, where Turkey Valley is. Wow. That's a bunch of other small towns around right, it. Right, yeah. All con- consolidated Into together. There. But that, that's Turkey Valley. Know the Reichs family from up there. My buddy Marriott to Reichs. Good golly. And uh, I saw there's a Reichs on the roster playing for that's Turkey Valley. way too much information. Okay. You get it all. A full-service radio program. <laughs> that's a, that's us. <laughs> We're going to talk some Cyclones coming up on the other side. we got Ian Murphy from the Ames Tribune. He's going to join us as we roll through. Here on a Monday, Jimmy B and TC.
0: The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700
4: A B G G. Hey, it's Jimmy B.
2: And TC for
7: With Adam. I'm tired of your shenanigans. Alicia.
8: Ay, ay, ay. Getting real heated.
7: Blake. You like that? You like that right there? And the return of Gwen Stefani.
8: I just did a country song with
7: Blake Shelton. Quit dropping my name. Whoa, I'm not going to help you. Sleeping on the couch tonight. (laughs) Feel (laughs) the love on three-time Emmy winner The Voice, followed by the premiere of Taken, tonight on NBC.
0: What a season. Picked up by Kobe Simmons. Feeds in transition to Alonzo Trier who drops the sledgehammer with the right hand. 78-71 Arizona. From the Wildcats' January upset of then third-ranked UCLA to buzzer beaters and big games, it's been a great college hoop season. Now the
1: countdown to the big dance is on. Don't miss any of Westwood One's exclusive NCAA tournament coverage right here.
9: It's time to take a closer look at tile. Specifically, at the Home Depot's new wood-look porcelain tile, starting at just $199 a square foot. This textured tile comes in a range of classic wood colors, from creamy whites to cool grays, from maple to cherry to teak. And because it's porcelain, it's waterproof, so you can use it in the bathroom, kitchen, or any room of the house. Get the look of wood with the versatility of tile. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing.
8: Sometimes diabetes can feel more like, don't-abetes, don't do this, don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens True Metrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy.
9: It's time to take a closer look at tile. Specifically, at the Home Depot's new wood-look porcelain tile, starting at just $199 a square foot. This textured tile comes in a range of classic wood colors, from creamy whites to cool grays, from maple to cherry to teak. And because it's porcelain, it's waterproof, so you can use it in the bathroom, kitchen, or any room of the house. Get the look of wood with the versatility of tile. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing.
10: See you soon.
1: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
4: At dsmcredit.com. We have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month, with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. Ten years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say so you missed a couple of payments no credit we call that just getting started bankruptcy so you took a chance at dsmcredit.com it's all about a positive perspective get a 2017 Stu hansen hyundai from just 119 a month with zero down go to dsmcredit.com or call 253-3000 Stu hansen hyundai and clive you need credit at dsmcredit.com we positively hear you 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit Back to Jimmy B
0: and TC on Des Moines' big sports station, 1700 KBGG.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back in on a beautiful day in the neighborhood. We say hello to you on the Big Talker 1700, also the Cub up in Storm Lake. And down south in Indianola, the jock as well. Ian Murphy, uh, the Ames Trib, always fun when Ian comes on the show. He delivers that information on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Ian, good afternoon.
11: Hey, how's it going, guys? We're doing great, Ian. Let's
1: start first with Iowa State's win over at the time, number 9-ranked Baylor. And they're out-rebounded by, like, 20, and... They win it by having their free throws. They were uh, just dominated at the line, 12 of 15, while Baylor was 3 of 5. But it was the performance of Monte Morris once again. 37 minutes, 17 points, no turnovers in the game. And you got good Deontay Burton with 30 minutes and 22 points. Your thoughts on that victory?
11: Um, I mean, what is... What is there to say about Monte Morris that hasn't already been said? I, the guy's incredible with what he's doing, not turning the ball over. And then uh to get good Deontay was, was a blessing for them in that one. Um That three that he banked in to go up four, I think it was, was one of the most improbable shots I've ever seen go in. So just one of those games where everything fell right. Like you said, they were pretty much dominated in every statistical category, but free throws and somehow found a way to win that.
2: You know, now, Ian, as this team has run off five victories, it was kind of back and forth throughout much of the year, but here they are finally finding their solid footing. As you look at it and and look what still is to come for this team, Oklahoma State and at West Virginia to finish up uh, the season for Iowa State, the regular season. What are most people looking at here? Is it get a run into the Big 12, or are many people just uh, concentrating on seeing how things are going to shake out for the NCAA tournament. Is that where people's attention are? Are they still thinking about what's still to be had here for the rest of the regular season?
11: I think there's something still to be had. I think given the way they played over the last five that they've won in a row, there's a good chance they could win the next two and finish on a seven-game win streak heading into the tournament. But I think Steve Prohm's approach has always been, let's get to the NCAA tournament, let's be playing our best basketball then. Um, So I think really there's still... uh, They're still focused on the NCAA tournament and just playing their best basketball uh, when it matters most.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, they're going to get a team that is even hotter than them, if that's possible, and that's Oklahoma State tomorrow night. Uh, It looks to be a terrific matchup. How do you view this game tomorrow night?
11: Um, I think it comes down to Monte Morris and Deontay Burton again, and just which obviously Monte Morris is – Remarkably consistent, you're always going to get good Monte, but I think getting good Deontay will be a pretty big key for them. Um, It'll be senior night, so they'll be fired up. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll get the senior speeches and everything. So I would expect that to be a pretty good game tomorrow night.
2: Well, we've talked about this team and what Steve Prohm's been working to do is really building kind of the identity that he has as first of being a defensive coach. And though they were better, you look at the efficiency numbers over at Ken Palm earlier this year, they were better defensively, still not great. And it seems like this team is really locked in defensively. They're playing some of their best ball on that side. And to go with all the offensive fire that they have, Burton, you mentioned uh, being a great uh, game for him on Saturday on the defensive end, it looks like they've taken yet another step forward. Do you think that's been talked about enough, the defensive improvements we've seen out of the Clones? No,
11: I don't think so. I, I think they don't win a, a game against a team like Baylor where they're significantly outsized and out-rebounded and everything like we just talked about without playing exceptional defense. Um, they have the athletes that can do it. Um, Deontay and Solomon Young has proven to be a pretty good uh, in the post to those seven-foot guys at only 6'8". So I
1: think the defensive improvement is been really huge. Ian, I'm real curious about how this is going to play out tomorrow night. You talked a little bit. Good Deontay. They need him. You talked about the consistency of Monte Morris. But Oklahoma State has got some players. And all of a sudden now they seem to be kind of doing what Iowa State's doing, and that's hitting on all cylinders. Their backcourt especially – With freaking Phil Forte and company uh, is is really playing solid basketball.
11: Yeah, um, I think it'll be a it'll be a completely different game than the first time around, uh, to say the least. Right. But um, I I think the backcourt matchups will be the most fun to watch. That out of that one with Forte and uh, Monte Morris going at it again. Uh, So just I think we should expect a pretty good game. Pretty back in Florence. Two teams that are exceptionally, exceptionally hot and playing their best basketball right now.
2: Well, Ian, uh, we know you do a lot, not just with men's Mm -hmm. basketball, but also on the women's side, some wrestling mixed in. Before we get to the women's team and that big victory against Texas over the weekend, uh, just your thoughts. We haven't had a chance to talk since Kevin Dresser was announced as the new Iowa State coach, brings certainly uh, a lot of pedigree with him, and looks like uh, maybe going to look to revitalize the rivalry with the Iowa Hawkeyes already. Uh, Some things have been said in the past, and looks like he's going right across uh, the state over at his Hawkeye Brethren.
11: Yeah, I don't think it's going to take much uh, for that rivalry to revitalize with this hire. Um, Kevin Dresser is an Iowa guy. He and Tom Brands are both uh, Dan Gable uh, protégés, I guess would be the right word. Um, he's, Kevin Dresser was publicly called out, Tom Brands for avoiding coming to Virginia Tech, uh, and Dresser actually succeeded Brands at Virginia Tech, um, and Brands took a lot of the recruits and a lot of the redshirt guys with him to Iowa and then won a national title. So I I think there's some hard feelings, and I don't think it's going to be or it's going to take too much from uh, Kevin Dresser to get his guys fired up for those hawk duels in the next couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you know, this is, this is going to be different. There, there's no doubt about that. I mean, Jamie Pollard uh, had his eye on Dresser and decided that he was really the only guy he was going to take a swing at, and he had success in in doing that the amount of compensation a lot more than what jackson was making so obviously they felt they really had to come up with a decent compensation package in order to get him
11: yeah and i think that was one of the big selling points the other one is kevin dresser's mother and brother live in but i think the compensation would have been hard for virginia tech to match um from my understanding they tried very hard to match that but i think it's as much as the compensation I think it was the be able to come home and compete against Iowa where they can't avoid it and be close to family for Kevin Dresser was another big selling point. But uh, like you said, Jimmy Pollard, this was the only guy he was going after. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some interest from some guys in and out of the program, both assistants and ex-coaches, but they wanted Kevin Dresser and they got him.
2: Finally, Ian, uh, over on the women's side of things, down to Texas, not just beating Texas, but to do it on the road, a lot of people feel certainly helps Iowa State's chances of getting into the NCAA tournament. And we talk about Oklahoma State on the men's side starting 0-6 in Big 12 play. The Iowa State women, they were 1-6 and all but left for dead. How's this team turned it around and, and playing their best basketball here as we get ready to flip the calendar to March?
11: Um, how they turn it around is a million dollar question. Um, but they, uh, they are playing their best basketball. Um, I mean, to go down and win in Texas, like you guys said, is an incredible achievement. They won five in a row, I think, or tonight they'll look for their fifth in a row, uh, which would be the first in I think eight years. Um, but yeah, they're on an incredible run right now. Um, just, there's no, I mean, there's no personnel changes. I think the shots are just falling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shauna Johnson's playing out of her mind. She's got senior night tonight, so it's just one of those things where something clicked, and all of a sudden they're one of the better, one of the most uh, dangerous teams right now.
1: Uh, they they are. Uh, does Fenley get a lot of credit for that too?
11: Uh, I think he should, but he probably won't take it. Mm-hmm. Um, he deferred yesterday. Everything's to the kids' credit. Uh, they were the ones that said, we're not going to lose anymore. They got tired of being written off, et cetera, et cetera. All the things coaches always say. Right. But I think he deserves a lot of the credit because again, it's not a, it's not a magical personnel change. They played around with the lineup. It seems like Emily Durr is uh, going to be that fifth starter for the, re- the the remainder of the season, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's just they're playing well, and the shots are falling right now.
1: Can you get Fenley some dance lessons so it, it looks a little better in the locker room?
11: Uh, that might that might uh, come better from you than from me.
2: <laughs> you don't want to go down that road. Jimmy B thinks no. he can dance. He can't either. I can throw it down. You cannot get out of here. <laughs> You think you can. You can't. Can. Hey, Ian, out of time for today. Good catching up with you. We'll uh, be keeping an eye on your coverage tonight. I'm sure you'll be over at Hilton tonight for senior night on the women's side. Uh, yes, sir.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Ian, always a pleasure, man. You have fun tonight. That's Ian Murphy, Ames Trib, on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Who would have thought back, well, let's say, what, a month ago? Mm-hmm. When we were hedging on Iowa State. Yep. Yeah. And the women's team was like a
2: foregone conclusion, oh, Oh, they're toast. Right, absolutely.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't
2: just that they were losing. They they didn't look good. No, they didn't look good, yeah. They they dug themselves a deep hole. And to come out and to do that, beating Texas is one thing. Yes. But to do it on the road? Yes, that's that's big time. Absolutely. So Iowa State's going to be in. Yes. Drake's going to be in the NCAA tournament on the women's side.
1: Yes, they will.
2: Even if they lose down, yes,
1: they'll, at the uh, I, they'll, they'll get in. Well,
2: down it's over in the Quad Cities Yeah. Is where they're playing the women's side. Uh you and I has to win. Well, you and I is actually and that's the thing that's different here is the MVC. You know, we talk about the men. Yes. Two chances there. This is you and I's resume. 13 to 3 in the conference. Okay. Lost twice to Drake. 19 and 7 overall. Their mm-hmm. RPI currently at 56. I mean, very bubblish. Is that is bubblish R- uh, RPI. For the Panther women. But they do have wins in the non conference against Creighton, okay. who's 23rd in the RPI, yeah. against Kansas State, who's 21st in the That's RPI. Good. So, okay. you know, they have some quality victories in there where maybe we could see there's a chance of all four making it. Getting
1: in? in? Yeah. Wow.
2: And if we're only going to have one team from the state, I always watch the women's team. In the NCAA tournament. Oh, I'll uh,
1: I'll take a look at it. I'm not going
2: to watch many regular season games, but they're all there in the NCAA tournament. You have interest. It's it's
1: a state school. I'm going to take a look at it. Keep a look. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Not going to miss any men's games for it, but, (laughs) but I'll take a peek. But I'll take a peek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Van Bibber will be our guest. We'll do
1: some NFL conversation. He's coming up at 225. Right now, it is our top of the hour timeout. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big talker. 1700.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
2: Trey Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
5: The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including Swedish massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life believe me call the spa at west Glen at 515-225-2642 that's 515-225-2642 or check them out online at relaxdesmoine.com dr heidi cook and the spa at west glenn here's a question for you
7: do you know this song okay let's think about this Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs, almost note for note, they never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It's sticky. When you hear a song, or maybe a good advertising message, with some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard, and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound, too. But advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound.
6: Grammy-nominated Joe Bonamassa, hailed as one of the world's greatest guitar players. Not blinding. Not blinding. Blues rock titan Joe Bonamassa, live in concert on Thursday, March 9th at the Des Moines Civic Center. Tickets on sale now at the venue box office and at Des MoinesPerformingArts.org. Joe Bonamassa, don't miss your chance to experience the guitar event of the year.
8: Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't-abetes. Don't do this. Don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like AccuCheck and Walgreens True Metrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens at the corner of happy and healthy.
9: Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, my New Year's resolution is to get new customers in the door.
2: Well, Staples has everything you need to promote your business. Signs, pens, mugs, you name it. Perfect. And right now, you can get 15% off custom banners and posters. 15% off? (laughs) That's one resolution off my list. Oh, how many were there? Just the one. Then, Happy
4: New Year. This year, resolve to promote your business at Staples. And right now, get 15% off custom banners and posters. Staples. Make more happen. Offer ends three twenty four seventeen. See a Staples associate for details.
10: Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms and...
11: There's nothing more important for your health and well-being than having a good sleep. The experts at Haverty's can help you find the perfect Scott Living mattress for everyone in your family.
2: Haverty's Furniture is partnered with Drew Scott and Jonathan Scott to offer Scott Living mattresses. Now $250 off through President's Day. Plus, when you visit a store, you can expect no pressure, just support from
0: Haverty's sleep experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com to find a location near you.